Hello. Hello, everybody. This is uh, this is Daniel. And what you, I thought you were gonna say this is milk, or we're listening to. Oh, this is milk. Oh, and cereal. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, this is Woody Landeros too. Okay. Um, yeah. So this is milk and cereal. This is our our new business podcast. Yes. Um, I don't know if I should have said new. I mean, just because. Yeah, you're just. No, it's a pre roll. Okay. Let's just run it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll run the podcast. Let's ready. Yeah. Go. I mean, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Today's topic is the time Santa did coke. Ooh. Okay, so that, that that's probably like a really confusing title. It's clickbait. Uh, you want to you want to explain what it is? It's clickbait. What we what we baited them through? Okay, so not last week, but two weeks ago, we talked about Coca Cola creating the image of the modern Santa. So we did our research. Yes. Uh, kind of. <laughs> Ten minutes before we started recording, I've got like one note down. I got a good idea of what happened. Yeah. A little bit. You know more about it. Um, I read it. I thought I knew more, but I guess I knew less. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of names. And um, yeah, this is just yeah. about Santa Claus and Coca-Cola and how your business can influence culture. Yes. If it's big enough. And I think also like riding on, on that whole culture thing, it's even like, like some businesses even just go off of, what, what was that stat? It was like, I think. Um, Maybe it's the importance what? of the influence of a corporation too. Yeah. Also, like, like, in, like, Rebecca was telling me that she used to work for Wet Seal, and they would make like seventy percent of their sales, like, in the last like two months because of Christmas. Oh, everyone does. Yeah, any that's retail. crazy. Yeah, that's. I I didn't know that. I know it seems like obvious, but because because uh, I was like, it doesn't pro- seem pro- obvious because you would expect them to at least halfway like through the year, Fourth of July yeah, or yeah, something, yeah, like, like right halfway point. But you don't realize how much money. Like right now, are you done Christmas shopping? Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm like not, I'm probably gonna go back and grab some extra things. I grab oh, okay. like extra extra things. Like have I have boxes uh, of chocolates just okay. in case I miss someone. Yeah, so no, I don't give everyone a gift, but I have yeah. three more people to get. I didn't fun. before, but oh, okay. Rebecca is. Uh, she's is a gifter. Not making me. She's a. She's a gifter. She's showing me the light in giving gifts. Uh, okay. <laughs> the art of giving. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Was yeah. that book? Go yeah. givers get more. Yeah, I know. It's sometimes sometimes it's hard because it's like, well, that person didn't give me a gift, so. Well, I, I, yeah. And then and then you're like, and then you don't get one, but then she's she tells me like, well, break the cycle, like give him a gift or give her a gift. Right. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta get into it. But I, I I'm also I got, really I got lazy. Budget cuts too. Like, yeah. Well, I'll, like, it's beyond it, the it budget. Pricey. Like time wise. Yeah. Like. Well, we're wrapping our gifts too. Everything. Yeah. That's like. Well, right. I usually do bags. Like, I just buy a ton of bags. Oh, I don't like the bags. No. The bags aren't fun. Yeah. Wrapping is the fun part. Even if it's a well, shitty gift, that, that's the fun okay. part. Maybe that's where my laziness comes yeah, in. Because yeah. I'll just buy a bag and just, like, throw it in there. The thing is, you don't have to wrap it perfect. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have to be a beautiful wrapping. What, what do you think about... I've um, seen people wrap with newspaper. I think that's cool. Yeah. I've, do, I've done that with... Um, I find, like, a magazine the person likes. And then I'll wrap it with magazine pages. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. I did that for my brother. He's uh, he was like into skateboarding, so I put a bunch of like skateboarding magazines around it. Like for a good inappropriate gift would be get a like Playboy cover. Yeah, and just, <laughs> just like use those. Like something those. funny like that, dude. I still, I actually, dope. now that I think about it, I still have some Christmas shopping to do. But what do you think about like wrapping? Cause we were going back and forth about this. What do you think about wrapping Amazon boxes? It's so convenient, but is it, it is it insensitive? Like, what do you mean? 
Oh, like don't open the box? Yeah, like like if you received a, a gift and you were you unwrapped it and you saw an Amazon box and you're like, oh. Ooh, that's a good point. Actually, you know why that's a good point? It almost seems like, like I may know that you bought it on Amazon. Yeah. Like I may suspect that, but I'd like to think that you went to the store. That you went out there. Yeah. Because you know why? Um, there's a good um, Simon Sinek. Uh, have you why why leaders eat last? I think I've sent it to you yeah. before. Um, he talks about how uh, you feel different about someone donating money versus someone volunteering their time. Yeah. And so when you buy something on Amazon and. I mean, don't get me wrong, it doesn't cheapen the GIF any less. Like, yeah. It probably costs the same. But I know that it was just two clicks and a, a Google search versus you had to get up, go to Target, fight through traffic, yeah. fight through fine parking, like walk into the store. You might have been buying 10 gifts that day, yeah. right? And I may have been in a whole bundle of, of other people, mm-hmm. but at least you, I know you spent time in your day to find that gift in the aisle that was like whatever was there kind of thing. Yeah. So I don't know. It's well, it's like, it's like the... I mean, I think right right now I'm really getting obsessed with it's all about the opinion more what opinion? Than, than the fact, like the person's like opinion or the person's feelings. Because like the fact of it is, is you can, you bought it from Amazon, but like the feeling of like that when somebody receives it is like, what are they feeling when they open that? Right. Like, okay. what, that's, that's you know what I mean? Point. Like the, the fact of the matter is I bought everything from Amazon. Yeah. But like. What kind of feelings are you getting from it? Like exactly it's, what you're talking about, like getting it from the shelf. Like well, that, that's what I just told I you about. I got one gift in the shelf. Wrapping it. Yeah. Wrapping the written it, letter. Yeah. Wrapping it is fun. Yeah. Um, because unwrapping it is fun, no matter what it is. Like when you open a bag, you just pull the tissue yeah. paper out, and then you have this bag that is kind of a nice bag. Yeah. You yeah. want to throw it away, but wrapping paper is like rip it open, throw the wrapping paper away because it's no yeah. good after that. Really wasteful. I, I usually stock up. On the bags. Fuck like, the environment <laughs> <laughs> and just go out there. You, you know what? There should be a company that does biodegradable wrapping paper. You just made a profitable business right now. That's right. <laughs> just do it right now. That's right. Dude. You have a year to capitalize on this right now. Biodegradable wrapping paper. I feel like you have less. You have about six months. That's about right. You have until August of next year. August 12th. <laughs> Delete this off this podcast. <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> We're out. Dude, that's it, guys. That's talking that's experiments like, over. It's literally like how we come up with with our businesses, and that's which kind of is gonna go into. No, like that's a good idea. What we're gonna talk about next week, right? What? So, oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah our our, our uh, reasons why this is called milk and cereal is next week. Yeah, yeah. Is all about August twelfth. What's August twelfth? The wrapping we gotta, paper. Yeah, we, the wrapping paper. Oh, is that next week? It's the business plan. It's like it's I'm, us yeah. coming up with that sort of business. I'm like we just like talk about it and we're like, you want to do it? Honestly, let's do it. Okay, like if, let's go. If we were to really, get it, if we were to get into this wrapping paper thing, like if I was just to let me break this down a little bit, how easy this would be? <laughs> because they're already making. Uh, I live in Santa Monica, right? Yeah. A good thirty percent of the like restaurants there are already using biodegradable forks, spoons. They don't put fucking straws in any of your like meals anymore. Like they just give you a cup <laughs> in your meals. You know, they just don't give you a straw anymore. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? Okay, I don't miss the straw. I don't. Oh, I don't. I don't think I ever liked the straw. Wait. Do you miss the straw? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. I don't miss the straw. Using a straw in your cup? Yeah, I don't miss it. But what if somebody else used? I didn't enjoy okay. it. Well. Mm. 
What have you got? You see, like, I, I feel okay, like, what I you, feel like what coming got, from, like, Fontana, I, what you, I know that people, like, grab the salsa and will, like, throw it back. Here's the other thing. You know yeah, what I mean? Okay, like, what, what about... Like, if they don't uh, wash it right? Um, what about people grabbing... Like, I know the straw's wrapped, but the lids. Like, you grab the lid and you put it back. Like, how often is that happening? You know? You want to talk about germs. Yeah. Their hands are probably dirtier doing that. True. Because then they have the opportunity to wash the cups. And by the way, you go to a bar... They're not going to give you a straw to drink your beer. You wouldn't drink your beer with a straw. You're right. Anything worth drinking is and not drank a with bar, a straw. That's probably pretty dirty. <laughs> and I <laughs> will say, to like your restaurant or your little something about a straw. You drink more of it. You drink it faster. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it's not good for like dental hygiene and stuff because I'm sure really? this, this. Well, I think they had, remember they used to it's recommend more directional. You, they would recommend you drink soda with a straw because it like the sugar skips your teeth or something. <laughs> Just skip soda, bro. Is that, is that real? Yeah. Wow. That sounds because like, uh, if you if you drank it and it sat in your mouth on your teeth, like it, it would do something to your teeth. I'm not a dentist, guys, hmm. but um, hire Daniel, 2019 as but, a dentist. Yeah, yeah. But there was something about you would. Well, I know with braces they would recommend you drink soda with a straw. Hmm. I think I've heard of that one. It's kind of stupid That's, though. Like the joy of soda. I wonder is like how much it, it really helps. Like like is it like point something what of a percent like that it actually helps or it's actually of a difference. Mm. I mean, or is it like a big deal? I don't. Think, well, I guess how much soda do you drink? Yeah, you know what I mean. If I only drink a can a year, I haven't drank soda since like, I think it's been eight years. Have you? Ha- you have you had a sip of like random? I've had a small sip, but whenever I have a sip, I'm kind of weird. Like I'll spit it out. Oh really? Yeah, I like. Okay. I don't like the fizz. Because I'm not a soda like, guy. I, I don't. Had, I don't like go. A weird I'm a soda drink, guy. and I just you drink like, lemonade. Lemonade, dude. Yeah, I'm a lemonade. Lemonade, guy. pink lemonade. Did you know that's like iced tea? That there's just as much sugar in that stuff. Kool Aid. I'm not a big Kool Aid guy. No. No. Mm. Fruit punch. With it. Tropicana fruit punch. It's a bit too this heavy. It's not for a me. sponsored ad. Tropicana fruit punch. <laughs> what about Fanta? Ooh, I read a good article on Fanta. Um. Next then maybe we can podcast. get to that. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, it was actually it's a good video on it on the creation of Fanta. I don't know if I want to do a podcast on it because no. there's a really good Vox. I think it's either Vox or Cheddar. Well, Vox is so good at like covering yeah. topics. They did a really good video so on the creation of Fanta. So I'll, I'll just give it to you right now. Yeah, because it's not going to be a full podcast because they did it, they did it a lot better than look than it I up. Did. But basically, the gist of it, which is goes back to uh, what we're talking about today, the Coca Cola <laughs> Company. Yes. Um, during World War II, obviously, uh, there was a ban on American products in Germany. Um, so Coca-Cola, or I don't know if it was a ban, but there was like an embargo kind of thing going on. Mm-hmm. So the Coca-Cola company in Germany, the uh, Coke supplier and manufacturer there, didn't have the ingredients necessary to make Coke there. Mm. So um, they created Fanta to um, basically uh, offset demand and mm-hmm. create a new product that they could make in Germany. Hmm. And then after the war, it eventually just spread to the rest of the world. I actually thought it was like a Spanish drink. Well, that, that's kind of with Coca Cola too, right? They <laughs> they had um, they switched it to like. Well, they took the Coke out, which is soda all the fun soda drinks, right? Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> it, it was um, it was invented by a pharmacist, and right. um, he created many drugs along with, <laughs> well, with his. It used to be his best line, Coke. You wouldn't. Um, that's why it was Coke. Yeah, but yeah. you wouldn't. You wouldn't. Um, you wouldn't drink Coke on Sunday. Or no, no. Was that it? Was that the thing? You wouldn't drink Coke on Sunday, I think? They treated it like beer at first. Yeah. 
Yeah, I know they treated it like beer, and that's why it kind of well, like changed a bunch. Because they had Coke in it. <laughs> and it's crazy that they, they, like, well, that guy never made any money off of it. You know, he, I think he was only al- alive, like, while the company was standing for, like, two, three years. He made money. He, he made a living. I think it was, like, nine he, cents. He didn't make the global presence that he was. No, I don't think he made oh, the, 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 the guy that, oh, like, like the invented fountain. it. Yeah, the place. Like, the guy that invented, like, right. the whole thing. The but then somebody else, like, took over it, and then it, like, boomed up. You know, that's, then they made a bunch of money. That's like the founder. Yeah. The, yeah. the person that, that decided to say this is going to be called milk and cereal. Right. But maybe we were not the ones that made the money. Oh, bummer. Well. But the wrapping paper idea. <laughs> Dude, that's a good idea. All you have to do, okay, because back to my story. Let's do it. Um, we find a company that makes biodegradable products. We ask them, could you, in theory, make biodegradable wrapping paper? What would that cost? And how can we get it similar to the price of current wrapping paper? I feel like Target would buy it. Target would absolutely buy Target it. Target has been getting pretty wild with some Target, of the things that Target have would in buy Christmas it, section. But you know what we could do? Talk about this off air, but um, reach out to uh, certain um, like retailers in certain areas that are cautious <laughs> about their uh, biodegradable <laughs> intake. I like how you're saying in uh, certain. He's got a head head bobble you from left to right. You can't. Areas. You can't. You can't give them like the full description. Uh, yeah, because you know if they hear their names, they're gonna shut down this podcast. Yeah, they're gonna but, be like, oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's not me. That'd be a good idea. Yeah, biodegradable wrapping paper. Yeah, that's the future. Have you seen the, um, the biodegradable like cups and fitness? Would you take a, a no straw in a restaurant if they gave you a nice biodegradable cup? Made of gelatin or something. Not gelatin, because that'll do, disintegrate. But, like, off of something that could just fall back into the earth. But, yeah, I would. I, would, I don't mind what cup I drink out of. You know, even, the, even if I have, like, ten minutes to drink it and then it the, just starts dissolving. To me, the Starbucks thing was huge. Because, like, that was, like, the one company I thought about when I thought about straws. Because mm-hmm. they had the green straw. Yeah. That was it, though. Like, I didn't think about um, McDonald's or any of that other bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. McDonald's has McDonald's would be a good place to do it. In and out. I think I think Starbucks straw. has a lot of room to grow with with um I guess like their in, environmental portion of it, of things. I think they can really really capitalize on their clientele. Because like I feel like a lot of people from Starbucks they're already um yeah. super uh, earthy, yeah, conscious. Mhm. All right, let's get back to Santa. Yes, Santa Claus <laughs> and the title was the time Santa did Coke. And we're talking about how Coca-Cola Influenced. maybe didn't, maybe didn't. No, they did. They, well, they did? They didn't create. I think someone so, on the so, internet said they didn't no, no. create it. Well, Coca-Cola themselves did, said they didn't create it. Okay. That was what I was reading. Okay, then that's but, probably, they probably did, but they're not trying to say it. Uh, no, they said they didn't create it. So basically, okay. basically, <laughs> the, the, they did influence the current image of Santa. Yeah. So what the article was saying is prior to 1931, um, before Coca-Cola did this massive um, campaign using the Santa image that we know today, Santa was portrayed as an elf in some cases. Sometimes he was portrayed as a skinny guy from Denmark or wherever the hell St. Nick is from. Yeah. Um, he wore various colors. Um, they didn't invent the color red, which I thought they did because that was their brand's colors. But I, I guess in 1931, they weren't. Re- I don't know if they were necessarily red and white at the time yet. Hmm. Um, like hard set on that branding. Yeah. But but obviously they picked the red Santa version to go with their Coca Cola that yeah. that made the most contrasting sense. Um, 
but I guess uh, the the original image of him being like jolly. Um, yeah, I was looking. Up, I was looking at old photos of him. And yeah. he's like super skinny, super tall. Right. He was wearing green. Right. Like his bag was sometimes ripped, and the elves were like pulling toys out. Yeah, yeah. It's a little creepy. Yeah, they they yeah, portrayed Santa as the guy that writes letters, reads letters to kids, um, big jolly guy. They like standardized image of him. Um, but they did influence it though, because yeah. there, there was various versions of Santa. They just picked one. Yeah. So they may have not created it. I think also the most iconic, like looking Santa, like when it comes down to even like modern time, you, you really imagine that Coca Cola Santa. Yeah. You know, holding the Coca Cola, smiling. Yeah. You know, it, it, that's the Santa Claus I see. Kids in school, you ask them to draw Santa, they're going to draw the Coca Cola Santa yeah. or their best version of that. Yeah. That's amazing. Unless if somebody really did come down the chimney and they'll probably draw the old Santa. You know, though, like, <laughs> I'm thinking about it, like, practicality-wise, like, the Santa that we draw, the Santa that we know, is not very practical. Because he's large. Yeah, it, like, it doesn't make it sense doesn't for him to be big to fit down a chimney. Yeah. Um, like, why would you wear red if you're trying to be discreet? Maybe they were trying to explain, like, how many toys are in his bag. Because I can imagine Santa carrying... The red? Like, 100 toys. Oh, I'm still talking about the largeness. Oh. Uh, like how fat he is. Like, yeah, he's fat. I could imagine like the skinny guy. Buff Santa. Like dragging. Rip Santa. Oh, he's sick. <laughs> I could imagine like like skinny Santa like dragging like, along the toys. The real Santa does a line of coke and then <laughs> I'm off he's to start the he's night. He's like Popeye. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So, no, uh, I guess it was just Coca-Cola's influence on Santa. Um, so, what can you, what, like, what do you, I don't know, like I'm trying to take little like learning bits from this. What, what do you learn, like, what are you intaking on this? Like, does this make you look at your business a little bit differently? Or no, it's the power of a of a good standardized brand. Mm-hmm. So prior to this, you knew various Santas, you knew different versions of Santa throughout the world, and I will also maybe say it's also the power of owning something mm-hmm. that's already out there. Coca Cola took something that already existed, was already present in culture, attached themselves to it. Um, they already had the like power to be on millions of billboards and not millions, but in front of yeah. millions of people on billboards, uh, in print magazines, on television. Yeah. Although I think at the time television wasn't that big. Well, at the thing. time their big move was coupons. Like they right. would travel all over, right? You know, oh, okay. and, and spread around coupons. That. Really? Yeah, what I guess that was like their their big. It was like when the big their big break in their company happened was when they like went around and they passed around coupons and then people would say like well what is this brand oh to try you know, it. I want to yeah I want to get a free mm. can of Coca Cola and then that's when you know it they started going around and they well they don't they don't do that but um, new new brands do that that's yeah. like when a brand goes into a grocery store sets up shop and it's yeah. like free samples try us out yeah but like but that was big that was like it's like. Actually, like a really big study thing on the internet that it was like revolutionary for that time for someone to go out there and like offer like coupons. Oh, okay. Or like offer little things. So, Free samples? Yeah. You know, though. Like that, was, um, that was huge. They still kind of do that. Because it's normal at this time. Like, you oh, know, you, you'll, right. you'll see like a bunch of people doing it, but they were one of like the first ones. I'm not sure if they were the first ones, but they were one of the first ones. That's a good concept, the yeah. free sample stuff. I'm actually working on that for a, a current present venture um, yeah. that I'll elaborate on as uh, time moves on. But, uh, <laughs> No, no, I, I have a, yeah. a good idea for giving out um, free samples. I will give you one that I'm not using, but I, I think it's a good idea yeah. uh, that I saw the other day. Um, one of the guys that I follow from Rock Nation, he uh, he posted some of their goodie bags from their holiday party. Yeah. And um, one of their giveaways was a Rock Nation branded uh, 
uh, emergency charger. Have you mm. seen those? I, I just got emergency wind of them. Charger, yeah, I just got like, wind of them. It's it's a whole new thing. It's kind of crazy. Like the charge block, and you connect it. It's it's like the size of like half a credit card. Okay. Like in in size, so you split a credit card in half, and that's yeah. what you get. And on the end is an iPhone tip to plug in an iPhone. It's a one-time use battery um, that is made by like battery brands. You hmm. plug it. It's emergency, so it, it's like sealed, right? Yeah. So you unwrap it like you would like a battery. It comes like it's like a, it's as if you were to buy a single Duracell battery. Yeah. Um, which for your Duracell, bro, get on it. Yeah. Like you should Why capitalize on this. Yeah. Like yeah. this should be your lane. Yeah. Like this is it. Yeah. I'm surprised that they don't have like. Duracell makes really bad chargers. I'm surprised they're not in on the charging game. Like that would make sense to me if I was Duracell. Like fuck it. Like we're all in on iPhone chargers. Yeah. We're going to make the best chargers in the world. Mm-hmm. Heavy duty. Our chargers don't break down. They're better than Apple's. Yeah. Um, we have charging mats. Maybe change the. Right now, know, I'm on all rechargeable batteries. Are you, yeah. Like this whole thing, it's on rechargeable oh, those batteries. Are rechargeable? Yeah. Oh, nice. So I don't buy any more. Like I bought maybe like 20 rechargeable batteries. You got to think. And ma- now I'll just use them. Crazy. Because like think about it. So much um, money is. Fuck, like 10 years ago, maybe 10. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a little further back, but about 10 years ago. I would say 12 maybe at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, you had to have batteries in your house. Yeah. And you bought batteries regularly. I probably bought batteries. Uh, twice in the past year, two yeah. years, which was just a pack of AA and a that pack realistic. of AAA, and they sit in my desk yeah. when I need them. Well, because I have camera equipment, I audio equipment. I only ever need them for the remote, yeah. maybe. Um, and I think the only other time is, I don't know, my, my mouse on my Mac, and I don't even use that thing. Well, now the mouse on the Mac has rechargeable. The, the rechargeable right onto yeah, the computer, bummer. so it's like... So where's Duracell at? Yeah. What are they going to do? That's a good question. That's scary for them. That's like Kodak. That things that like you think about Kodak too. If I was Kodak, I would have like, damn, like get on get in on this new like digital trend, like, because I think they would have had an opportunity. What if Kodak was the standard camera in cell phones? What if Kodak was like, we make the best cell phone cameras? They're just not adapting. They didn't adapt fast enough. But what if they were like, we make the best cell phone cameras? And then Apple was like, you know, that would have been a feature. Like Apple could have been up on that presentation stage yeah. and been like, yo, our new phone features the latest Kodak camera Dude. in micro form. Like that would have been such an opportunity. I don't, I don't even understand how Kodak missed the point of like Because well, the, they didn't understand their business. The, what is that? That the the photos where like you you click it you print it out it like already happens those like oh Polaroid yeah those Polaroids yeah but that, that I I would say that they were both competing at the same time and Polaroid got the technology first. And yeah, so, but they're they're not even like. Oh, why they didn't like, capitalize? It's not even on, on the now. in the store. Like like, they should have that at Albertsons already. Well, you know who? Um, or maybe they have, but no, uh, maybe no, they, maybe they, Albertsons. They don't. They needs, don't. But that's uh, Polaroid went down in, in sales, right? Mm. Fujifilm came up, you know, because that was a market they hadn't entered, so they didn't have this large scale. Yeah, Polaroid had to shut down all its factories. Before they shut down their last factory, there was a group of investors that bought the chemical plant that made the Polaroid film. Mm-hmm. Um, and they made the last, they had they owned the last uh, factory that made Polaroid film, and that was the Impossible Project, which I think you may have heard of, no? You're trendy, you're hipster, no? No. Okay, well, for a while there, for about... I don't really read much. Three or four <laughs> years. Well, no, when you would buy a Polaroid film for a Polaroid camera, if you wanted to use it, I think from the years uh, 2009 to about 2015, yeah, no, that, that six-year window, if you wanted to use a Polaroid camera, which is still kind of trendy, and they yeah. still had them, 
the only way to either have Polaroid film was to buy some that wasn't expired and hope that it worked mm-hmm. or buy it through this company called The Impossible Project. Yeah. Right? Um, the actual Polaroid company stopped making Polaroid altogether. They still existed, but they were trying to get into this um, digital realm. Mm-hmm. Like, but it was too late. Yeah. The, the game was over. The show was over. Yeah. You lost. Right? Um, so they're failing as a company trying to restore themselves. So they got rid of their best division, which was these these mm-hmm. cameras, these trendy cameras that you found in out, Urban Outfitters or whatever. Yeah. So then this small company, uh, Impossible Project, is making film for Polaroid cameras. They're refurbishing old Polaroid cameras. They start um, uh, making different versions of the film. They make black uh, frame, gold frame. Yeah. Like this, this one comes out blue. This one comes out red. They just get real experimental with it. So there's different versions of this film. Mm-hmm. And then this trendy little kind of hipster they Polaroid saw, thing comes out. They sell Urban Outfitters, right? Well, let me tell I you. I think I have one. Yeah, yeah. Let me, let, me, <laughs> let me tell you what happens. Yeah. So they're thriving in this market that Polaroid let go. Then Polaroid is declining because they're trying to make computers and tablets, mm-hmm. and they thought they were a technology company, wow. which they were, which is the same thing with Kodak, is, is my point. They thought they were this technology company, but they couldn't keep up. They didn't have the uh, research and development department. They didn't have any of the proper things that like Apple and Google and all these other major companies had. So they failed, Yeah, filed for bankruptcy, have to sell all the company. Last thing they sell is their name rights. Who buys their name rights? Same company, Impossible. Impossible Project. Wow. The Impossible Project buys the naming rights to Polaroid. So now you have today, there's no more Impossible Project. There's no more Impossible. The only thing you have Impossible now is the Impossible Burger, um, that uh, meatless product. But uh, now you go to uh, Urban Outfitters, you can buy Polaroid Originals. Mm. That's the name of the current. So I think Polaroid itself still exists as what, for whatever reason. But Polaroid Originals is the renamed version of the Impossible Project. So now you can buy a Polaroid camera. And while Polaroid is well, while the Impossible Project was making refurbished cameras or refurbishing cameras, they were also making their own version of a camera that could use their film. Because Polaroid wasn't making new cameras. Yeah. So now there's actually which I think uh, a friend of ours bought um, recently. He posted it. Um, I'll tell you later. Uh, he posted uh, <laughs> like, who's this? He posted a, a, he just bought a, a Polaroid camera too. Like the new one, the new Here Polaroid camera. A, a no, no, it's Sterling. But, <laughs> yeah. but uh, it's, uh, it's the new version of the Polaroid camera. Mm. Um, so the Impossible Project is now producing new Polaroid cameras with this Polaroid film. So the Polaroid company is back, but not through the original regime. It's this new regime that rose in where the old regime let go mm-hmm. and then eventually maintain themselves at because they were the scale that needed to be to currently exist yeah the old guys falls down they have to sell the naming rights to stay afloat naming rights go to this new company there's this whole new polaroid company that lives off the nostalgia and like glory of the former company dang that's crazy yeah good story. i would say it's luck but that's like that's a not luck crap ton of like preparation and like yeah. dedication that they had to do well that's also like, for seeing, them to even have that like slot to buy that yeah that's like, that's them seeing the deal. opportunity yeah. like oh okay we could buy this and we can manufacture it and then i think it's i a, wish it's i could a, see it's a good story on scale yeah because the big polaroid company didn't have the uh because they had so much overhead and because they were so big they didn't have the ability to maintain that business but a new startup company, uh, yeah, we'll take the machines and we'll run it to whatever we can. Mm-hmm. And they're at a smaller scale. They can, they can survive, which is a good example of like when you see a bunch of stores closing, 
it, it sucks because that's bad on public perception. Everyone thinks that company's going out of out of a uh, like out of business. So mm-hmm. you're just like shit. It's over. Yeah. There has to kind of be a way that you can maybe scale down because scaling down is a tactic of business. Yeah. Without losing, um, like that the public. Also, that startup company has to have like a lot of optimism and a lot of like oh right super like super goal oriented. Like they they had to. Well, it wasn't like even it's that, hard though. to even see someone like Sears and then want to make like a company like Sears. Yeah, can't make a Sears. And then be like, uh, you can't make a Sears, but you can make like today's like a modern day like Sears. You can Amazon. make like you know what I mean? Yeah. So Amazon's the current Sears. Well, there you go. The people that and think just that like Amazon a Polaroid, can't be like, taken down. There was a point in history where Sears could not be taken down. Like records, dude. Oh, records are amazing. Records. It's like it's all over, but now like some like new company has that sort of vision to come in and be able to like capitalize on the fact that we want to go back in time and want to yeah, enjoy yeah. these records. And then they're going to make something super modern and not like huge and boxy because like the old record um, well, re- you, rep- record players were like huge. If you notice when that nostalgia thing kind of came back and they were making records, only a few artists did them, mm-hmm. right? Now it's a, a staple. Now it's a standard thing to do, make yeah. a record of a new album that comes out. Yeah. They don't make CDs anymore, but they do make the record. The plants that were pressing them, there was only a few of them left in the country. So mm-hmm. when a, when when an artist wanted to put their album on a vinyl record, it took months for it to come out because it was hard to find the vinyl, find the pressing plant. Um, you slowly start to notice now, though, that they kind of come out simultaneously. Yeah, and that's because the uh, plants, um, like, not only did the old ones stay afloat, but new ones are coming up in order to like meet that demand, which is kind of cool. That'd be dope to have this, like, the first 10 podcasts on a record. Yeah. Uh, that'd be a cool, yeah, it'd be a cool idea. Or even, like, just the first one. What, uh, you're, you're limited in technology. You're limited in, in timing. You can only fit, like, I think, I want to say 40 minutes on one side. So then our first podcast. Yeah, that's it. Hang that <laughs> up in here. Dude, <laughs> yeah, that'd be it. sick. Um, I wonder if there's a company that just does, like, singles. Like, single records. Like, one pressing. If I'm there's sure a way to do that, I'm you sure they'll do it. I think the only way to do that if you would have be, money, <laughs> yeah. Well, because you, you had to make the plates, yeah. But I think the only way to maybe do that is to use some sort of engraving, um, like program mm-hmm. would be kind of cool. Or you can chop up the songs and then have like little to no space in between them. No, but I mean to manufacture the record for like the podcast, just in general. If somebody wanted to manufacture a record, oh, okay, okay, you have to make a plate. And you have to produce a thousand of them to make the plate worth it. I see. I see. But I think okay, there I might be a way to just make one. I see. I thought you meant one track, like one song. Oh, no, they do that. Okay. Where are we at? Where we're at you? 30 minutes. We're at 30 minutes. Beautiful. We actually made it. I didn't think we were going to make it. Yeah. We didn't really talk much about Santa Claus, but hey. Hey, this is clickbait. Yeah. You got clicked. Baited, Baited it. All right. Well, we're done here. Deuces.